0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! WAIT! Paul's the milk-divers!
1: I am broken, my Hardy, And I would like to inform
0: all of you out there in the moat divers about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence, yes. It is called
1: The Go Home Show, and it is hosted by Jordan and Nick, and they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliant, yes. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the wrestling multivers. Make sure to check them out, The Go Home Show, as you will find it
0: absolutely stupid.
1: And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show. I'm Jordan here with my boy Nick.
0: What is up, guys?
1: We're back with another episode, and this week there was some pretty big news as as far as the WWE goes. Um, Paul Heyman was removed as creative director of Raw and was replaced by Bruce Pritchard. And uh that don't, that don't sound like a good idea to me, because Rod would <laughs> pretty good. But I guess the, the press release they put out said, um, in an effort to streamline the creative process for television, they've consolidated both teams from Raw and SmackDown, and one group led by Bruce Pritchard will be what takes over creative. And then he said, says Paul Heyman will concentrate on his, his role as an in-ring performer. So he's well,
0: not fully fired. He's still yeah. going to be there as an advocate.
1: But if Brock's not around, I don't know what he's going to be doing. So I guess we'll see. That's kind of interesting, but I guess we'll see where that goes. That kind of has me kind of not too confident in how the pay-per-view is going to go because if the people that Heyman was pushing aren't the ones that are going to be focused anymore, this backlash might turn out kind of weird.
0: There might be a backlash of such? Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, – yeah, I don't know. Because Pritchard, he's, he's – he was out – he was gone for a while. Yeah. But he, of course, is Vince's right-hand man. Stooge. Stooge, thank you. <laughs> um, so we'll see where things go, but I would trust Paul Heyman. Because as soon as they put Heyman as the head of Raw or the writing staff or whatever yeah. the fuck he was doing – that was when, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman went through the, 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 like yep. the screen. You know yeah, I that was sick. <laughs> and everybody started chanting "Thank you, Heyman." Yeah, so, yep. I don't know if there would be a "Thank you, Bruce" chant. So yeah, Bruce, ain't, he ain't getting over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. But I guess we'll see, man. Hopefully, it's not. It's not too bad. I guess I'll go into it with the hopes high, just to see. Exactly right. how, they, how it goes. Maybe it won't change too much and we're looking too much into it. But Hopefully, we, we won't
0: get a fourth week of uh, the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders competition.
1: Yeah, they had the decathlon this week, which we'll talk about in a second. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh,
0: It ain't,
1: <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to go that way.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but something I am excited for is New Japan Pro Wrestling is back. They announced that oh, the. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> that starting on June 16th, they're back. They're going to be running shows with no crowd, and then it'll lead up to the New Japan Cup, which is starting on the 16th, I believe. Which is this Tuesday,
0: I want to say. Probably. I the think so. Yeah. Sixteenth.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be this Tuesday, which is awesome. So yep. New Japan Cup starts Tuesday, and that'll lead up to. Um, Dominion, which is going to be in July.
0: Ooh, love Dominion. Yeah, that's which, probably my second favorite New Japan pay per view behind Wrestle Kingdom. I yeah, think. I think that's
1: they treat it as like their second main show, too, in my opinion, which I'm excited to watch because they're doing two nights of Dominion this year.
0: Oh, beautiful. They did last year, too, didn't they?
1: No, Wrestle Kingdom was two nights, but I think Dominion was just one. Was, I'm, I think
0: you might be right. I, I
1: could be wrong because I th- remember, I think last year Dominion was Jericho versus Okada, wasn't it?
0: Yes, I think so. I think it was. But then that set up for Jericho Tanahashi. Tanahashi, Tanahashi uh, was. Uh, Kingdom.
1: He jumped a bar- barricade to get at Jericho because he was attacking Okada after the match. But oh, he
0: was commentary. He was commentating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Same thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I'm just going to run through the bracket of the New Japan Cup real quick. And guess we we'll, we can throw out a, a blind prediction on who you think is going to take it this year. So. For Starting off, we got Makabe and Tujio. Tujie. And then uh, we got the Stone Pitbull Ishii going mm. against El Desperado. Oh, nice. And then this next one is kind of funny to me. We got Toru against Jado. That's just, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs>
0: He'll, He'll have, have uh, bootleg DVDs ready <laughs> for whatever he's selling.
1: And then we got Takahashi against samaki hanma i don't that name off the top of my head i'm not too sure who that is
0: oh uh, yeah me neither
1: this match is actually really interesting to me we got okada against gato that's really Ooh. interesting because that that's okada's old running buddy before he turned Yeah.
0: before he went to the bullet club
1: yeah this next match is gonna be sick we got the king monero suzuki against yuji nagata
0: Ooh. that's sick. that'll
1: be a good one <laughs> Nag- nagata's not in his prime but it's still it's still sick <laughs> We got Yumara against Kenemoru. That's like a kind of an older dude match, I'd say.
0: Right, right. That'll be, uh, yeah, exactly. The older guys, they're letting them shine a little
1: bit. Yeah. Just to let them have a little bit of fun in the New Japan Cup. Then we got Gabriel Kidd, who I think is a young boy who just kind of graduated from young boy status. I mm-hmm. think. I'm not too familiar with him, but I, I, I by looking at him, that's what I assumed because I, I looked him up after I saw him on here. But he's going against Taichi Ishimori, who's somebody I love. <laughs> Ishimori is insane. That dude.
0: That's Bone Soldier, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ishimori is sick. And then on the other side of the bracket, we got Go Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi <laughs> against Taichi, which that'll be sick. Oh yeah. And probably the which will, what'll be, in my opinion, the match of the first round. We got Kota against Zack Saber Jr. Oh, beautiful. Yep. And then we got Taguchi versus Sonata, which will also be awesome.
0: Sonata's always good and everything.
1: Then we got Sho versus Shingo Takagi, which will be sick. Oh. Show's about to get his ass beat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I like Show and Yo, but Sho he ain't no Takagi.
0: No, they're better as a tag team.
1: <laughs> yeah. This match will be sick too. We got Yoshihashi against Tenzan. Then we got Yo versus Bushi. That'll that'll be really good too. That'll be real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. then kojima against evil (laughs) we actually saw didn't we see kojima or actually no you weren't there never mind i'm taking someone else disregard
0: (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't there i'm a piece of shit
1: (laughs) but yeah kojima versus evil (laughs) everything is evil
0: everything
1: and then the last match of round one we got hiroki goto against takahashi so I this they, they're setting up new japan cup to be really fun i, I wish osprey was gonna be there and i
0: wish yeah he's still stuck in the uk right yeah yeah but
1: off the top of your head who do you think takes new japan cup this year
0: oh i don't know um hmm. has zach sabre jr won it yet
1: i don't i don't think so no that, that'd be awesome yeah that'd
0: be my pick if i just had to guess like i I mean, I'm just guessing. I would say Zack Saber Jr.
1: That'd be sick because the winner goes on to face Naito at um, Dominion. Naito versus E.S.J. would be sick.
0: Yeah, that would be dope. Um, trying to think of like somebody who hasn't won it. That is, I don't know how many how many people have won it more than once. Oh, uh-huh. is that that's not like a normal thing, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I my history my head, I on
0: uh, New Japan is not
1: not not well versed. Yeah, definitely, I feel that. But I, I think I could see Shingo taking it. That'd be awesome. That'd I be do, dope. I think Shingo's somebody they have, have a lot of faith in too, because he he that man can go, and he's been around for a long time. So I think he's got the respect there. That that'd be a cool pick, or maybe Time Bomb even. I think. I think Hiromu might take could take it too cuz him Horomu versus Naito that's a cool story right there.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be dope, especially after you know him coming back and everything.
1: Yeah. I think yeah, I would love to see Hiromu get win that too.
0: You know what I might? That might be it right there. You might that, be right on that.
1: That's actually that's a really good story. I would love that. So, I think I'm I think I'm pulling for Hiromu now.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with that too. I'm going to go with Hiromu.
1: So I guess we'll see, but I'm really excited for the New Japan Cup because New Japan's some of the best wrestling on the planet, so it's going to be awesome, man.
0: Yeah, yeah and it'll really just excited. be nice to see them back, really.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm sure they've been dying to get back to it, too. Yep. But that's basically the major news from this week, so I just want to move into Raw now, I guess. So start it <laughs> off. <laughs> don't Don't make it sound so bad don't seem too excited about it. <laughs> but it started off with the um, Asuka Sasha Bailey, Charlotte and The Iconics in the ring doing like a little promo off everybody just talking shit about everybody. But it which leads to a uh, triple threat tag match. So the tag teams were Sasha Bailey of course, The Iconics and then Charlotte and Asuka. And Asuka ends up getting the win here, which I think it worries me Charlotte being that close proximity of Oscar because I don't want her taking the belt off Oscar. I want Oscar. No, definitely not. I really don't want that to happen. But I guess we'll see. I just I don't know Charlotte being anywhere near the title picture seems that like she she doesn't lose very much.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not. And I think that they're trying to even though I don't want them to, I think they're trying to make her her dad, basically 16 time women's champion.
1: It's going to happen. It's going to happen for sure. But what can you do? (laughs) Yeah. But I love Oscar. So I hope she gets to keep the boat for a while, but moving on, we had a, uh, a Ray Mysterio, Seth segment, which leads to a, uh, a tag match rematch from last week with, um, with the, uh, the disciples, if you want to call them that. (laughs) And then, uh, what's a what's a good team name for the what would you call that The men, like ray stereos protégés because they, they're both like you don't talk about ray that way we'll fight for him <laughs> we'll defend black. our dad <laughs> at any length yeah alistair black and Umberto cavillo yeah um yeah i don't know i'm trying to give a good tag team name for it i can't think of a, a clever one off the top of my head right but regardless this moved into a tag match <laughs> with those two and Anytime those four guys are gonna be in the same ring, it's gonna be awesome because Murphy and Austin Theory can go. So can yep. Umberto and Alistair Black, of course.
0: And Murphy and Alistair Black have proven that they can damn near
1: put on match of the year. Yeah, yeah. great chemistry together there. Yep. So good. But um <laughs> Seth Rollins took a, a a little bit of um a little bit of Eddie Guerrero sentiment here because he came out with the um Rey Mysterio mask on. Right, and I don't know if you remember the feud that Ray and Eddie had, but where, where Eddie first turned heel, and he was like talking to Ray Mysterio's mask. Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> that's, that's reminded me of that. <laughs> <laughs> that promo was sick. The one Eddie cut on uh, Ray's promo or Ray's mask. I kind of want to go back and on watch the mask. That. Yeah,
0: exactly. He cuts in a promo on the mask. Pretty cool. <laughs> this one is. Uh, this one wasn't Eddie Guerrero level, that's for sure. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, it was it was a good match. I'm kind of curious to see where they're really going with the storyline, but I guess we'll see. But moving on, we had a Christian interview with Edge, which <laughs> did you catch crazy. that? He was kind of burying Edge's Edge scene like for a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it seemed like he was cuz is he supposed to come back or is, like is he supposed to wrestle or anything like I, that? I don't think i think he's done. i haven't i
1: don't know if he ever fully retired i never right. saw like an official retirement but i it didn't seem like he was coming back i don't know he was kind of be he kind of came off of a little heelish here
0: yeah it's definitely it definitely seemed like he was gonna i don't know hit him with an unprettier or something like orton comes out and you expect him to help him or something i don't know i don't yeah. know what the fuck they were doing
1: no, i definitely feel like it's it was interesting but it's cool to see edge on raw again it's been years so yeah Shout to Edge. Go! If you close your eyes, you might get the truth revealed.
0: Song sick. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Is that... Was that his TNA theme? Christian or Edge? Christian. Uh, maybe. I'm not maybe sure.
1: I, don't know. I, I, I know for a fact it's a Christian song. <laughs> what said- was the
0: you think you know me think you know me that's that Edge. was my yeah that was <laughs>
1: that, that was before the
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh the i
1: was thinking about the older one where they're edging christman where they, before the they were like the uh what band sings the new one um i forget who it is
0: some hyper rock. hyper
1: bridge or something something like oh, alter, alter bridge. bridge Alter bridge. that's what it is Alter yeah, that's, bridge. yeah before they had that theme, they had the "You think you know me, you think you know me." Yeah, and they just kept playing it. It's like a bassline,
0: the whole time. <laughs> and he came through like smoke and shit. Yeah, he like crawled through. Yeah, he had the leather trench coat. um yes, Sir, that was good shit. <laughs> that was the best shit for sure. You know, Alter Bridge. Side note: Alter Bridge is just Creed with a different singer.
1: I think, I don't know. Maybe you told me that a while. I, I, I know that for <laughs> some reason, and I heard it recently.
0: <laughs> um it hurts it hurts me to say it but yeah that's what that is.
1: <laughs> Look at this photograph.
0: <laughs> no, that's Nickelback. You're right.
1: I'm you just laughing out you here. You got to
0: get your butt rock right, bro. Come hey, man, on. I
1: never I never claimed to be a uh, a butt rock aficionado over here. Well,
0: <laughs> that's me. If we were doing uh, if we weren't doing predictions and we were doing butt rock trivia, I'd be in the lead, not you.
1: No, I'd still be a jobber.
0: Oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Creed's got bangers. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, they got some
1: hard rules. Not going to lie. <laughs> they they got they got a few out there.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But next they had MVP having an interview in the back, and this man R-Truth just interrupts him and gets thrown in the master lock for his troubles. Of course. This man, Lashley, cannot stand Our truth apparently.
0: No, they got beef. What's up with that?
1: I don't know. I love R-Truth, though. But I do, too. Something I'm not as fond of. <laughs> Moving on to this uh, street Profits Viking Raiders, Decathlon. The part where they were dancing—that one was that part was funny. <laughs> but besides that, I'm just—we kind of I'm up past these segments. Like I don't really need I've them anymore. Been,
0: We've been past these segments. Yeah, that's definitely this is, true. This is four or five weeks too many, man. Yeah, Come they. On.
1: Because it doesn't seem like it's building heat to anything. It's just... No, they're they're both baby face. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know where they're going with this, and I don't think they know it either. (laughs) (laughs) You might be right. So, I I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. But next, they had Angel Garza versus Andrade versus Kevin Owens for a a title match at Backlash. And this match ruled, man.
0: Yeah, it was. It was was a
1: decent match. It was a really good match. But Andrade ended up getting the win. And... That's leading to him and Apollo this weekend. On so are Sunday. they broken
0: up now? Like the Zelina Vegas teams kind of kaputs.
1: I don't know. I, I didn't think so, but I don't know. It's kind of weird the dynamic they had here. But yeah, I hope they're not. I hope they stay together because they. That's like I at least hope that she sticks them. with uh Garza.
0: Uh, well, Gar. I probably Garza would be. Because Andrade's a big enough star already. I yeah, think. I was gonna say Andrade doesn't really need uh yeah a manager or anything but yeah garza would be the
1: the one that she should, would stick with if she exactly. has to stick with somebody in my opinion for sure yep but next we got the uh the vip lounge with drew mcintyre again <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was gonna, yeah i was gonna say
1: and this leads to a uh a tag match with lashley and mvp against the the war Raider or viking raiders i almost cool. wait a minute man War Raiders was such a better name. War Machine. Way better fucking name. War Machine is the best name they had, but I don't know yes. why. they. I don't know, man. If they, if they can call... Like, I don't know. They can throw somebody off a roof, but they can't say War Raiders. <laughs> Come on, man.
0: <laughs> uh, they can't name people Killer Cross either.
1: But they had somebody in NXT UK called
0: Killer Kelly. But, I don't and they know. had a wrestler named Kelly Kelly. Hello, hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a good terrible
0: team. she was the exhibitionist don't you know
1: yeah and then and ecw they that was a thing uh. <laughs> but lastly an mvp ended up getting the win over the war raiders here i did it again viking raiders That's war right. raiders is just, just a better name definitely
0: <laughs> but yeah they the got Street the profits were ringside for this too weren't they yeah which then, makes no sense
1: i really don't get they I don't know where they're going with this unless profits turn heel, which I don't think. No. I don't know if they could work heel.
0: It doesn't seem right. like. Mindsense Ford is just way too good of a baby face. To yeah, be he's so charismatic, man. He's who so knows, he, I mean, magic. he could probably, if he's as good as he is as a baby face, he might be a great heel too.
1: Yeah, maybe I that's. I haven't seen him work baby face or seen him work heel, so maybe he would be yeah, a me good. Either. But regardless, I think they should keep the street profits face for now because. It's they didn't have, really haven't had a chance to do their babyface gimmick on main roster really like they've been yeah. in backstage comedy
0: segments ninety percent of their time there. Viking Raiders are a better fit for a a heel anyways.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. But either yeah, the monster heels, they're Vikings.
0: <laughs> exactly. But
1: who knows, man? But like I said earlier in the show, <laughs> Charlotte and Oscar being close together worries me. And the main event of this show, Charlotte ended up beating Asuka. So,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: further proving my point, Asuka doing go,
0: double duty, kind of.
1: Yeah, go. She goes into Asuka's going into the pay per view for her title match off a loss to somebody who was not even in the match. <laughs> so,
0: Which you, Asuka, with wrestling math would tell you that she's probably going to win, hopefully? Yeah. But still, I I, yeah, Bruce mean, Pritchard on the uh, head now. So who knows? Yeah, that's very true. That that
1: definitely worries me a little bit, but. Yeah, that was their go home show for Backlash. And it was it was just a run of the mill episode, in my opinion. It didn't seem like anything too crazy built for the pay per view.
0: I mean, yeah, it was a very Backlash, uh, raw yeah. go home <laughs> show, definitely.
1: It, it is Backlash, so I don't know how much more I expected, but it wasn't too bad. It was a good, it was, was some entertaining stuff on there for sure. I like that triple threat a lot. That was a really fun match. Um, a huge yeah, that was probably the best name. match
0: of the show, I thought.
1: Oh, yeah, easily, easily. But moving on to Impact for this week, they started off with a triple threat, like I just mentioned, a triple threat. So they started off with Michael Elgin, Sammy Callahan, and Ken Shamrock. And this man, Ken Shamrock, is out here going crazy. Damn. He had a, he had a tope con low. This man diving over the top rope. Holy shit. How old is he? He's got to be, what, 55? He's got to be 50, around, at least 50. Yeah. It, it caught me off guard, but Elgin ended up getting the win. It was a really good match, though. I, I'm i a huge Michael Logan fan. That dude, dude is a beast. And Sammy yes. Callahan is for sure one of the most underrated wrestlers out right now, in my opinion, because he's so good on the mic. That man can talk.
0: Yeah, those three guys alone, that, that's a great – it's got to be a great match, you know?
1: Yeah, it was It was awesome. I, had, I had liked it a lot. And somebody else I like a lot, Tasha Steele, She had a match against uh, <laughs> Susie which is Sue Young. Sue Young is doing like a nice girl gimmick right now where she's not in her like Sue Young scary. She's just like a like preppy looking nice girl. But Mm -hmm. then like sometimes they will like flash and she's Sue Young again. But like...
0: She's like beaver cleaver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But Tasha Steeles ended up beating beating Susie here. (laughs) Which is... I don't... I kind of like the way what they're doing with Sue Young. It's kind of an interesting take on it because when you're doing like a... Horror gimmick, you can, you can kind of have to get a little bit of levity there and try to lighten it up sometimes, so it's pretty cool. And Tasha Steels and Kira Hogan are a really good tag team, We're not yeah, tag as long players. as they're
0: doing it well by like a you know, uh, Bray Wyatt type,
1: yeah, 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 definitely. If it's done well, it can be, it I think can it's be doing, good. I think it's doing been done pretty well, but <laughs> something that I pop big for happened next. So Rohit Raju, which is Hakeem Zayn for uh, all those Chicago area indie fans who go to AAW, he's the current AAW uh what is the championship? The Heritage champion? It, Heritage championship. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. He's the current Heritage champion. And he asked Rhino to be his tag team partner for for a match coming up soon. And uh those two, that's great. Oh no, you want to hear something great. Uh-oh. Rhino says, "Eh." I got a tag team partner and he's got kids.
0: Oh shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. No shit. Wow. So
1: I think they're teasing. He's Slater, baby. <laughs> no <go>. kidding. <laughs> I popped what he said. And he's got kids.
0: I was like, yeah, former <laughs> SmackDown tag team champions. Dude, the stuff they did together was so entertaining. Yeah. I like them. I it, like both of them together.
1: They were really entertaining together. So I think, I think Slater could do really good at impact too. I think. I think he'll he's gonna, hit, he's gonna come out looking swole. He'll hit the Drew McIntyre, uh, um, comeback. Yeah, the comeback. Basically, he'll yep. <laughs> come back big. He's with the last one, bigger. pretty much. Yeah, he is. He literally is the last one of three MB that has, has to get big and come back and be a world champ. <laughs> yep. So shout out to Heath Slater. Hopefully, he shows up in Impact and It's just not an empty tease because I'd be I'd be bummed. because I got stoked when I heard
0: it. <laughs> Hopefully it's yeah, hopefully he's got a job because he does have kids, as he mentioned.
1: He does have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a really clever way to tease that though. That was yeah. It was really good. But next we had Willie Mack and Cousin Jake. What's his name?
0: Something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they uh they beat Chris Bay and Johnny Swinger. And I think this is leading to Willie Mack and Chris Bay at Slam Reversity, and I hope it is, because if they give them time for an X Division title match, that match would be a banger. That'd but they awesome. were a
0: tag team here
1: no they're going they, cousin jake and uh willie Mack teamed against oh chris gotcha bay. okay but i th- I think if they do chris bay and willie Mack at the pay-per-view that'd be dope
0: yeah they just didn't they just wrestle uh
1: not too long was, ago yeah yeah
0: it was will but it was like a six man or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, or yeah. four way
1: yeah and i think if they give them like a one-on-one pay-per-view link match be a banger
0: yeah definitely i like everything i've seen from chris bay and willie max great
1: yeah chris Bay's is really charismatic too and i think he's he's in the right spot right now because impact's a really good platform to him because he was just an indie guy before but now he's got a lot of eyes on him which is awesome i know cody's really big on him so hey who knows maybe he'll end <laughs> up in aew
0: <laughs> he better go over the aew brother
1: so next they announced that um the main event of Slammiversary is now a five-way, which I don't know why they did a tournament just to make it a five-way.
0: Right. Kind of gypped Ace Austin there.
1: Yeah. So now the main event of Slammiversary is going to be Tessa Blanchard, Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, Michael Logan, and Eddie Edwards, which I don't know, five-way five-way main event. It seems like it could get kind of messy. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. For so a Tessa match.
0: is still supposed to be there?
1: Yeah, supposedly she'll be there.
0: Huh, that's so weird. I wonder why they would just. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I don't know why you'd add that many people. I could see maybe adding a third. Yeah. Just because, I don't know. That that doesn't make sense because if they didn't think Ace Austin was ready, they wouldn't have let him win the tournament. Yeah, I'm kind of
1: at a loss for words on that one. I'm not too sure why they went that way, but. Unless they don't think Tess is going to show up or something. and That's what
0: I think you had mentioned eat. that to me and maybe.
1: Yeah, there was there's like some weird feelings between it, Tessa and Impact right now reportedly. So I don't know exactly what's going on there. But I guess we'll see. <laughs> so I think I think it'll be a good match, though. I just think it's weird the way they got around to that match, I guess. But we'll see. And then it could then, go either way. Yeah, exactly. So last week, I think it was Jake Chris turned on his brother Dave Chris, and now he's a part of cancel culture with
0: uh Joey
1: Ryan. Joseph P. Ryan, R V D and Katie (laughs) Forbes. So so he he's a part of them now and he squashed Crazy Steve. Not crazy Steve. Yeah, he squashed him. He beat him real quick. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. But I don't know. (laughs) I, <laughs> I'm not too into the cancel coach trigger gimmick. It's kind of, yeah, it's all right. Either. It's, I don't know.
0: I liked it when it was right to censor. <laughs>
1: Stevie Richards,
0: man. Hell yeah. Steve. Shout out to the good father.
1: <laughs> the good father. I forgot he called <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> Shout out to the good father. You're 100% right. <laughs> but um, the main event for this show saw Jordan Grace beat Ty of Valkyrie. In a Ooh, really, a really good match. match. It was a great match. Yeah, those those two are both like two of the best women wrestlers on the planet right now. I'm a big fan of Taya and Jordan, but this was a really good match. And after the match, Deanna Peraza makes her a, a uh, official debut. She comes out, shakes Jordan's hand. They have a few words, and then she puts her Diana like as they're shaking hands she snaps her down into a nasty fujiwara armbar like i got to i got to send you the clip of it because her arm like jordan's shoulder looked like it was about to pop it was she had it wrenched back it looked Damn. nasty it was sick so i think i hope they go are going with them for slam cuz that'd be a banger
0: that'd be great impact seems to be like you were saying last week it seems to be the place for uh women's wrestling right now
1: yeah their their roster is great and it was the main event segment, too, which is, which, which is huge. It yeah, shows very. they have big things in plan for Deanna Parasu because it was the, she was the last thing you saw standing over Jordan Grace holding the title. So I hope they go with that for Slammer versus you. That'd be awesome. I'm a big fan of Jordan Grace and Deanna Parasu. She's really good, and I don't think she has gotten to show just what she can do yet. And I think this impacts the place for her to show it. But did, uh, did they release a card yet for Slammiversary? I don't think it's fully um, planned or fully fleshed out yet because Slammiversary is not till the seventeenth, I believe. Of okay, um, July, July. So it's like a month away still. So they got like they got four time. weeks to build it. But yeah, I th- I hope they do go with that for their anniversary because it'd be awesome. But speaking to somebody who uh, is showing everything that they have ready available to them. Two people who uh, are really showing that they're being misused.
0: <laughs> say yeah,
1: FTR. <laughs> Let's move on to AEW. So AEW started off with FTR against the Butcher and the Blade. And first of all, I love the fact that FTR still has Say Yeah in their entrance theme.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> sick.
1: <laughs> but
0: Which is weird. I'm surprised that WWE doesn't own it. Uh
1: It's kind of just the lyric. It's not like the same thing. It's just like they just say, say, yeah. And then it goes into like a country-esque rock song. But (laughs) it's like, we go hard all day, all night. night. (laughs) (laughs) Top guys in the building. So, man, this match rules.
0: Business is about to pick up.
1: (laughs) It did. This match was awesome, dude. We got Jericho
0: back on commentary.
1: Yeah, we did, and he he loved this match. It seemed like he sounded like, oh, like sure. he was having a, a really good time. This was the this best match.
0: match I thought on the show.
1: I yeah, I loved this match, and I don't want to gloss over this. During the entrance, Cash Wheeler looks at the looks at the camera and throws up the
0: four. Ooh! And they also show Tully and Arn in the crowd.
1: Yep, I'm I'm telling you, this is happening. <laughs> this this is happening.
0: You may have been, you may have called it before anybody. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm too. Hey in. yo, hey yo, I'm watching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey yo, give him the pencil, dude. All right. <laughs> hey yo.
1: Yeah, straight up, I love this match though. They did so much. Like the revivals or FTRs, the way they work is just so crazy because they do the old school style. Of wrestling but they do it so fast that they like they do old school wrestling at a lucha speed if that makes sense
0: yes they do old school wrestling and not in a not to say old school wrestling is always boring but it can be done the wrong way and these guys just they kill it they're the best tag team right now i think
1: this match was so fun to watch they were beating the hell out of each other too (laughs) yeah they were stiff and they i don't know if you caught this but they hit a uh tag team ro hung ddt shout out to, our, to randy orton yeah yeah i saw that because you know, they, they they had their they, they were trying to get ftr ko started but that never really worked out
0: <laughs> right he wanted it to i listen yeah. if you listen to the ftr interview on Cornette's podcast um they talk about how orton was a big Motivate, or you know he was a big behind the scenes guy put trying to get a push for them going and putting in really? a good word for them yeah. yeah
1: they're good man i don't know <laughs> I'm, but i'm glad it didn't happen there because i'm glad they're here because this exactly. is awesome they hit the uh the good night express which i think is a, a awesome name for the shatter machine yeah i love that and they also they hit that they finished it off with the um assisted spike pile driver which they're now calling the mindbreaker, which is a shout out oh. to the brain busters Yep, which is awesome because that's and Tully, and they were watching. And one so. of them hit
0: a brainbuster. Yeah, he can't remember who, who, but I
1: think I think it was Cash. He hit a nasty brainbuster. Yeah, but man, I, I really love this match. And after the match, the young bucks come to the ring, and I think it was Matt who cut the promo. He he thanks FTR for the save last week, and he goes, "But you didn't uh, you didn't formally introduce yourself, so let me introduce myself. I'm Matt. That's my brother Nick." and we've been carrying tag team wrestling for the past decade. He starts getting all fired up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, we're the Young Bucks, we're the best tag team in AEW, and as soon as he says that, he gets leveled from behind by the Butcher, and then all hell breaks loose. FTR starts laying the boots to the Butcher again, because they want they want the Young Bucks at full full health when they face them, because they want no no way for them to back to No excuses
0: to or anything, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Basically, just the whole tag team division <laughs> comes out at this point. Everybody who didn't have a match already. Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian are in there. <laughs> Kenny and Hangman, Hangman with the whiskey in his hand, come out to of the Of course.
0: Range. I love his uh, outfit.
1: Love it, it. His shirt was looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good, man.
0: He's so good. I can't wait to see for shit to go back to normal and him just.
1: He's going to be so over. He was already really so on over. TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Yeah. It's, He's so good. But so after the smoke clears and dust settles, it's left with FTR, Hangman, Kenny, and the Bucks in the ring. And they're just kind of like bickering, having a stare down. So I don't, I think they, I think the way, the way it's going to go is that FTR might get the belts before they get the match with the Young Bucks. And I would love imagine the story there because they could be like, oh, you say you're the best, but we beat Kenny and Hangman.
0: Right, when y'all which, which would be though. weird. And I, I think you're right, but it doesn't really make sense because if you think about it, the Bucks couldn't even get past Private Party to in that tournament for the tag team belts. Yeah. So if they can't get past Private Party, they can't beat Kenny and and Hangman. So, <laughs> And if they put the belts on FTR, which I think they will, what chance would they have of beating them?
1: Exactly. I, I think I think that's going to be the thing. It's gonna be like a crisis of confidence. Where they saying like, "Oh, we're the best," and the FTR is like their main fight power. was going to be like, "Oh, you're the best, but you've lost to all these teams." And I, I think that's gonna be that's a that's a really good way to sell this story. And I think that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. But I, I just be, can't. It'll wait. be
0: great when it finally happens.
1: When that match happens, it's gonna be. Pro- <laughs> I thought I they're that, gonna
0: tease it out for a long time, kind of like they did here and the yeah. week before, where another team keeps getting in in between them or something yeah
1: and I'm perfectly fine with that because that's the anticipation is going to keep building because it was already the anticipation is built forever but now that they're actually both in the same company it's just building more and more I think it's going to be awesome and
0: eventually we'll get the four horsemen baby whenever that happens
1: it's going to I'm just so excited to watch all the stories AEW is teasing right now play out but another pretty interesting story is The natural nightmares. They had an interview here and Brandy and Dustin are so pissed (laughs) they they cannot stand that Allie's with QT.
0: She's no longer the bunny.
1: She's so I think this might be something where they do like a turn and and they like she's been like spying for butchering a bite all along or something, maybe because the whole the whole gimmick is that QT is going through a midlife crisis. That's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, because he got the hair plugs, he he bought a new car, he bought like a red Ferrari <laughs> or something. He's got a new gr- younger girlfriend. Like that's what they're going for. And I, I think it's pretty funny cuz on dark it's, they, they're playing it really well.
0: It's pretty funny. Do you think that it leads to a QT versus Dustin match? That could be co- that could be cool. It'd be weird that they just pretty much formed this team and then they have a falling yeah. out like a month later.
1: It's QT's fault.
0: <laughs> QT Marshall.
1: QT Jobber.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: So, but they announced that next week the Natural Nightmares have a uh, tag team title shot, and I guess we'll see how Ali plays into that because Dustin said she will not be at ringside. Yeah. <laughs> So we moved on to another tag team match. So we had Hikaru Shida and Chris Statlander against Nyla Rose and Penelope Ford. And this match was actually really fun. There was They did a lot of this match. And um, <laughs> Nyla hit that rope-hung knee, but to, to Shida and Statlander at the same time. That was nasty. Yeah. That was sick. Um, yeah, this was a fun match. Kip Sabian was, of course, at ringside. taking yeah. hella bumps. Yeah, <laughs> he was... Penelope's biggest cheerleader, of course. Yeah. But Penelope actually ended up getting the win after hitting Sheeta with the uh, title belt and then she hit her with a perfect plex for the one, two, three. She has a crazy bridge on that plex. She's
0: like on her tippy. Oh, so yeah, I it's saw crazy. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I think JR said something about it, too. It's JR, of course you did.
0: <laughs> He's all horned up, I'll tell you. That's a
1: frass. I thought it was pretty funny that when they're coming out, Penelope and Kip, Kip, Jericho was losing his mind saying how sexy Kip was. <laughs> he, he kept trying to get, trying to get like, Shivani to say it, too, because Shivani was like, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. He's like, no, he's sexy. <laughs> he's fired, <laughs> fired up. Jericho's fired up. I thought that was really funny. <laughs>
0: I love but, him on commentary. I don't care.
1: Yeah, he's so entertaining, man. So... Next, they had Darby Allen have a vignette, and this man's just chilling with Tony Hawk. (laughs) So random. Tony Hawk said, or Darby's like, I'm not clear to wrestle. And then Tony Hawk said, Hey, yo, we don't (laughs) care.
0: (laughs) He said, We heard you in the back, and uh, Chico, you're medically cleared here. (laughs) Hey, yo.
1: It, this is crazy. This man's jumping off a ladder and trying, like, not even to the floor. He's doing it down a ramp trying to hit it.
0: Like, it wasn't like, I get the skateboarding thing, but, like, even as a skateboarder, it's like, like, why? He's why are you doing this? <laughs> this man drop, the half pipe to drop in goes up higher than the fucking ladder did. <laughs>
1: hey, this man's, this man's just being rebellious. He He's death defying the homicidal suicide oh, that's the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love darby so hopefully he gets cleared i do too i don't know if he's actually not medically cleared or it's a gimmick but either way i, I mean if
0: he's see. not then they're pretty stupid to let him do this shit on camera
1: <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's, that's very true but I, I think it's something where he just films it and doesn't tell them and then he just sends it in like yo here you go i did this <laughs> <laughs> right There's i love this shit lady. on fire There's also a video of him jumping off out of like a like off a I don't know where it was from. It was like a hotel, a hotel to the pool, but he was like really high up. Yes, it was some (laughs) fucking CKY shit. He was real high up in the air. This man's crazy. He's a daredevil for sure. So the next match we had was Santana Ortiz and Jake Hager against the best friends in Orange Cassidy, and this match was so good, man. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Proud and powerful and best friends were working real stiff while while Hager and Orange Cassidy were doing like the Orange Cassidy thing. But dude, it was so good, man. I just love like everybody in this match. Aside from Jake Hager, I'm not like the biggest Jake Hager fan, but I love like Santana Ortiz, best friends and Orange Cassidy.
0: I mean, for somebody who's wrestled for the title, um, he's done some other stuff too. It just seems like he hasn't really done much still. I think that's kind. Hager. He's I mean, he's kind of
1: supposed to be like a stooge, but I don't know. He's he's been good. Like the poem last week or maybe a week before had me. Yeah, dying. that was funny. That, that was really good. So Hager's doing a lot better than I thought he would when he came into this promotion because I was kind of like eh, when he first came in, but he's been good. I might yeah. have just
0: had a bad taste because of the WWE shit. Yeah, definitely. It definitely was crappy dope. creative and it sucked. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: But. This match was awesome and after the well before that uh orange cassie ended up getting the win over ortiz with a roll-up he does like this crazy roll-up it's like a really intricate roll-up but he gets the win and then the idiot will attack him jericho busts him open with a bat
0: yeah jericho comes off of the commentary table and with floyd yeah yep then they get a sack of oranges and beat him beat him with that
1: a 20 pound sack of oranges (laughs)
0: 20 pound, my ass. It was a
1: lot of oranges in there, but it was probably not 20 pounds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully but, he didn't get any orange juice in his cut. That would have no, hurt.
1: They, oh, he definitely did. Because after they beat him up, they literally squeezed him on him.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that stung.
1: I, I, said, I was like, dude, that's had to sting so bad. Oof. But Jericho grabs the mic and goes, "Blood Orange Cassidy has just been juiced. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so silly. It's so stupid, but... it. It's funny. I, this I thought it was really funny. This ing- <laughs> orange cast you got some color, uh, which I did not Redden expect. That
0: blood orange, apparently, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but next we had a uh, promo from MJF because he interrupts Billy Gunn's interview time. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> and Billy Gunn was not too happy about it. So I guess they have a match next week. But MJF could have dropped a really good promo. He was saying how. He's the, uh, he's the glass ceiling in AEW that you can only get so far. Then you hit that glass ceiling, and that glass ceiling is me because I'm better than you. And you know it.
0: And I do know it. And then he made a joke about Billy Gunn just getting another one of his untalented sons into AEW. Yeah. <laughs> and then know just know another, another kid son. shows, another one of his kids is just right there. Like, I love that they didn't show him until that moment, too. Yeah, that I know, like right? Shot. <laughs> I
1: thought that was going to be funny. Yeah, I didn't know he had another son. I, I didn't just, either but he's there he's yep. small too gun club yep gun club <laughs> shooters <laughs> i don't know if austin gunn is a shooter i don't know I've never seen, i've seen him work one match
0: <laughs> yeah and it was a a trapper royale or just a over the budget royale or something
1: yeah something like that but i think i don't know they have a match next week with billy gunn and mjf and just to see see how that goes
0: yeah i i I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, because Billy Gunn can still go for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. He's in great shape. Gigantic man.
1: Yeah, this man is huge still. He looks like a, I don't know, a dinosaur. Man, it's huge. Yep. (laughs) He's built. But next we had Sammy G against Colt Cabana, which I thought this match was really fun. Uh, Sammy's
0: (laughs) still on the stupid little scooter too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) When Colt came out, he pushed it off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) He got pissed. (laughs) That was funny. But at one point, I don't know if you saw this, but Colt hit. Sammy G with an elbow, and this man sold it like he got shot in the face. Dude, he he like folded. He got he sold that elbow like crazy.
0: He, well, if him getting if him getting hit by a golf cart and looking like he, they killed him, literally, yeah, you know, he could sell his ass off.
1: That's very true. Sammy, Sammy G is so good, man. But he ended up winning this with the Go to Hell, <laughs> <laughs> which is sick. I love that he's calling <laughs> that that. the GTH, the Go to Hell. <laughs>
0: That's such a good name for that. That's like something sounds like something Jericho would have. That for, suggested that probably is a Jericho
1: suggestion. You go know, to hell, like, you know. Punk called the GTS, but you do it upside down. You should call it the Go to Hell. <laughs> yes. I love it, man. But after the match, uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are back. The Dark Order comes out, and it and they're in. The, they got the full ranks. They have. And they also have the newly joined number five, who was Alan Angels. He's now he's now part of the Dark Order. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he had a match on Dark. I saw yeah. the thumbnail for it. Yep, and he's now officially a part of the Dark Order, so he's got a job, I guess. So shout out to Alan Angels because he was good. He was good. Their Dark Order is building numbers, and uh, Brody Lee comes out and helps Cabana to his feet, and then leaves, and then Cabana kind of like follows a while, like, not directly after, but like, he goes in the same tunnel they went through, so I think they're teasing Colt join joining Dark Order.
0: Well, they show li- I, not right after that, but later on they show Colt going into their dressing room. Yep, so I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm, I don't know. I guess that could be an interesting story, because
1: the way Colt came into AEW was to fight the Dark Order, so like, that's a cool kind of tie-in there. But next they had or after cult leaves sammy g's like yeah 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 get that get that jobber out of here play my music <laughs> and then they i love playing that his, playing his music and then his music gets cut off by matt hardy's music one of his 15 songs yeah <laughs> so he comes out as just regular matt hardy and he's like <laughs> sammy you're, you're cool dude like He's cause he's I think the way that they're doing is some of Matt Hardy's personalities are in a feud with Sammy, but some of them are just are cool with Sammy, which I think right. is really
0: funny. <laughs> like I broken Matt Hardy still doesn't like him, but the yeah. other two well I think regular V1, Matt Hardy likes him, but uh, broken doesn't and version
1: version one kinda has that a bad taste in his mouth for him too. Yeah, I version think, one just
0: likes version one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really funny, but <laughs> this was pretty good. He said he says that uh Sammy needs to get away from Jericho to reach his full potential, and then Sammy's like, "Dude, what's your problem?" Blah 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 blah. And then he switches to V one. He's like, "Well, the magnitude facts are blah 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 blah." Yeah, yeah. And then Sammy's like, "What is wrong with this dude? He's really crazy. <laughs> he must be broken." And then he goes, "Oh no!" Starts chomping his teeth. He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna mash him up <laughs> into yeah. He's gonna mash him up into a. What is he? What did he say?
0: Oh, he said something. <laughs> So I don't even know
1: what he said. He's going to mash them up then gonna them. Gonna see, him up and he's going to eat him. He's going to eat, eat, eat and delete. Yeah. And then he's going to delete them. So I guess, I guess they're going with a Sammy G Matt Hardy feud, which I think is cool. Cause like Matt Hardy has been having some good, every match he's been in has been really entertaining. And Sammy G is one of my favorite guys in this company. So,
0: so do you think eventually Sammy G leaves inner circle and joins up with private party and Matt Hardy, nah, it's private Hardy,
1: too early for that. I need Sammy G and Chris Jericho oh, to stay together. definitely
0: too early, but eventually I'd like to see it.
1: That'd, yeah, that'd be good, but I, th- I don't know. Sammy is such a good heel, I don't know if he could work he could work as a baby face.
0: Wait, what were they called? Hardy Party or Private par- Hardy?
1: Par- I think it was Hardy Party or Private I so. Hardy. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> but next, they had a uh, Joey Janela vignette, which I thought was really well shot. It was really cool. Yeah, it's,
0: it was... um interesting
1: so they had him in a bar he's just like man when i first came into this company i was going mean, to be one of the one of the top guys i went from main eventing fighter fest against moxley to not even being on the show and then he walks outside and he uh he says i think my best moments in wrestling are behind me and then he turns around and on a billboard it shows the the uh Zandik spot with him going off a roof into the bed of glass and bar buyer and all that crazy stuff which i thought was sick i thought that was really good <laughs>
0: he should have been dead
1: it's crazy cuz john cuz zandig was on national television which is not something i ever thought i'd say no i don't i never thought i'd see the day honestly yeah straight up <laughs> but he was so then he as he's walking on the street sunny kiss pulls up and i think and then joey gets in the car with sunny so i think they might be going with Janela and sunny kiss as a taxi which i'm not against sunny kiss is a really good worker so Yeah, I'm not. I guess it was just
0: seemed kind of random.
1: Yeah, well, I know they've been tag teaming on Dark a bit. I think, Hmm. so I guess they're fully confident in it now. So they're gonna put it on TV. So that's cool. And then the next segment was the one you talked about with Colt going into Brody Lee's locker room. So I guess we'll see if he actually joins up with the Dark Order. There, Mr. Brody Lee. You're right, Mr. Brody. I'm wrong. I'm sorry, Mr. Brody. (laughs) But, <laughs> you will leave
0: the dinner table now.
1: <laughs> and then next they had a uh, John Moxie interview with Alex Marvez, I think it was. And Moxie's just like. <laughs> Shut your
0: ass, Marvez.
1: <laughs> and Moxie's just saying how he's tired of Taz and Cage talking. And he said that he's not. He's, they, they're saying that Cage is going to get the win at Fighter Fest. But uh-uh. um, he's he says that. He's not going for that. He says he's just gonna <laughs> take <laughs> Cage's head and squash it like a pimple. <laughs> and then Taz comes out of nowhere, and is like you're just a bird. Steady, turpin, turpin, turpin. Shut up! Ah, he, he's pissed. He's in Moxie's face, and then you see Brian Cage looking big as hell, running out in the background. This man big as hell in blue jeans. Has shirtless in the blue jeans, looking huge. <laughs> and he hits him with a crazy lariat from behind, and then he. They brawl around the parking lot a bit. Moxley grabs a uh I think it's just like a lead pipe and swings it at Cage, but he misses and busts out a winch or a like a rear or a side mirror on a car. And then <laughs> Cage lawn darts Moxley into the back of the car. He killed him with it. Like he straight up just lawn
0: Oh yeah, darts. that looks like it hurt. Yeah,
1: it really it definitely did. But yeah, they're building the the way they're building this match is pretty good. I I wasn't sure exactly how they were gonna do the build for it, but I think I'm really excited for this match to happen because they're gonna they're going to have a banger, I think. Yeah. And speaking of a banger, they next they had a uh, vignette for the um, Cody-Mark Quinn match that was for the main event. And it was a cool little vignette showing Mark Quinn's story and w- why Cody wants to, to like retain the title so bad, how important the title is to him. And they moved on to the match, but bef- while Private Party came out, or while Mark Quinn came out, they played a new theme for Private Party, and he came out with a, Isaiah Cassidy and Matt Hardy, so I guess Private Party has a new theme, and it. it's like, oh my god, is that Private Party? And then it's like, shots!
0: Shots! Yeah. Shots! Which is weird because it sounded like, kind of like, um, oh my god, everybody, it's Tyler! I
1: think what they were going for is, there's like a producer, I, I forget what's his name, but it's like, oh my god, is this an LB? And I think, and I... Oh, I see. I, I think that's what they were going for, but I guess I could, I could see... The similarities to the Tyler Breeze thing too, right? But
0: and they didn't come out. I I like that they come through the fucking velvet rope too. I love that. Yeah, with uh, Atlas Security.
1: Yeah, I don't think Atlas Security's there right now, so I think that's why they're not. Oh, going. there you go. That's probably why.
0: There's no security. Somebody's gonna jump in. <laughs> the
1: fake sting's gonna jump. Oh no! Oh no! Halloween havoc vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but but Quinn had the uh, a Black Lives Matter armband, which is awesome. Yeah, I saw that. But and Co- Cody was really working his knee, and ankle a lot in this match. It seemed Cody was kind of working heelish a lot. That's of what us. I was
0: just about to say.
1: Yep. You know, telling you, I, I called this like a month ago. It's coming. It's coming. I could.
0: I'm not gonna be mad about it.
1: I'm not either. I'm, I I love it. <laughs> but yeah, they were. He was really working his ankle and leg a lot in this match. And Quinn is really good at selling because he I I thought he got injured. Shoot. A few weeks ago, but it was—I don't think it was—and here he was really selling that ankle well. He was doing all of his offense, but moving slowly. While he, it was the way he sold it was really cool because he would still do the high-flying offense, but he was like barely being able to get to it because the way he was like because his ankle was so messed up. I thought it was really cool. All
0: right, he's taking these dives real slow. And- yeah he's milking it and yeah he's selling his ass off for sure which is
1: impressive because to get that much height without really getting a running start
0: right with no momentum basically or slow yeah. momentum
1: yeah exactly slow momentum if you will slow momentum there you go <laughs> but um at one point he hit a 450 to the stage which was really sick. oh it, it looked clean stiff. too
0: it looked real stiff it didn't get, had no give at all <laughs> yeah there's
1: no give on that stage it was just flop and it, it's That's the hard. hardest part of the stage. It is the hardest part of the stage. The whole stage, the hardest part of the stage, <laughs> <laughs> but Cody ended up moving out of the way of a shooting star press and putting on a nest an ankle lock. And then he transitioned it to something like, "I." it was like, it was nasty. Whatever you did. Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't,
0: <laughs> I didn't hear what the move was called or the hold was called, but it but was, it was like, like a, it, it was like a figure four almost, but yeah, he was like of. pushing the leg with his it, foot.
1: Yeah. It and, like, yeah. It Looked like it did not feel good, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, definitely (laughs) not. And it felt bad enough for for Mark Quinn to tap out, so Cody ended up getting the win here, retaining the TNT Championship. And after the match, Jake Hager comes out, stares down Cody, and then ends up attacking. So then Private Party comes back out with Hardy with some chairs, started laying in in on uh, Hager, and then Santana Ortiz and Sammy come out to help, and they just basically all brawl for a little bit, The faces get the upper hand, and then Cody grabs a mic and says, Hey, Hager, I know what you want. You want a title match at Fighter? You got it. (laughs) So we got Jake Hager against Cody Rhodes at Fighter Fest for the TNT title. It'll be a good match. It will be a good match. But that leaves an open challenge open still for next week, so I wonder who Cody's going to be facing next week. Mm. I wonder if it'll be a surprise or if it'll just be like, somebody i don't know but it's just interesting so next week what we have announced so far is mjf against billy gunn hangman and kenny against the natural nightmares lay sexy gods against best friends which that'll be sick that'll be really good yeah um, that'll be
0: that'll be probably the best match
1: yeah fighter fest their fighter fest tag team title shot is on the line best friends put that on the line so they could get the match because they're mad about what the inner circle did to orange cassidy
0: i didn't even catch that damn yeah.
1: They're good friends. They really want to get some revenge.
0: They're best friends.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and then we also have the Young Bucks against the Super Bad Death Squad, which I think that'll be good too. Yeah. So next week, next week's shaping up to be a really good dynamite. So I'm excited. This was a really good episode too. I, there wasn't much on here that it kind of flew by because how much I was enjoying everything, which was a good sign. <laughs> Definitely.
0: Yeah, that's always a, that's always a good sign if it flies by. Um. Yeah, I'd like to show too. It was pro- we'll get we'll get there, but yeah, it was it was it was fine. You know, yeah, definitely it was a fun episode of Dynamite. And
1: noises—that's very true. <laughs> so I guess we can move on to so the other show on Wednesday nights, NXT. It opened up with uh, the undisputed era in the ring, cutting promo on Dexter Loomis. <laughs> yeah, and. Roddy and uh Bobby are back. They, they they were locked in a the trunk of a car for twelve hours. Twelve
0: hours. <laughs> and, I love that.
1: Roddy was like, everybody knows how much I get. In, I hate being locked in a trunk. <laughs> they're looking at him like, what? No. What do you mean? And he's like, everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> the way they play off each other is hilarious. They've they've all obviously all known each other for so long, so they've they got so much chemistry. It's awesome. But, but yeah. So they're they keep talking about Loomis and then roddy keeps seeing him behind the barricade he's like dude they're right he's right there and every time they would pan the camera over he would like duck down yeah that's pretty funny (laughs) this is so stupid but i love it but adam cole says roddy don't worry about him i'll take care of him tonight because he has a match with me in the main event so that that's basically the last thing they said and then (laughs) as they're walking up the ramp dexter loomis is like roddy looks over and dexter loomis is right there (laughs) and roddy just runs away (laughs) i love how afraid roddy is of this man i thought it was pretty funny. Chicken shit heel, <laughs> exactly. So the first match of the night had Keith saw Keith Lee and Mia Yim against Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Ray, and this match was really fun, man. I, this was really entertaining. Uh, the The bit at the beginning where uh, Johnny and Mia were in each other's faces, and Candice got in Keith Lee's face—that was pretty. He funny. just
0: picked her up like she
1: was a toddler, yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as he picked her up, Johnny attacked.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like this match more than. What was it two, three weeks ago? I think yeah, they had yeah, this match.
1: Whichever time they did the first one with these two teams, and I, this one was a lot better. Yeah, definitely. It was really entertaining. <laughs> they, <laughs> the spot they did where Johnny ddt Keith Lee and he landed on Candace. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious because that, that's what led to the finish. So Keith Lee... Pick up candace to check on her, and Johnny rolls her rolls him up. But when he rolls him up, candace just goes rolling out of the ring. But like, just like dead weight rolling the way they did, it was it was hilarious. And then after the three count, Johnny rolls up and picks her up and like raises her hand, wicked and birdie
0: style. Right, she's a, like gone limp. Yeah, she's knocked
1: out. I thought that was pretty funny. I think they're Johnny's really starting to get this character down like the heel character that they're doing going with because he's been really good with it the past few weeks.
0: I just, uh I don't You're know about Johnny it? Gargano. I'm not into <laughs> it. To really be honest with you. Yeah. I like Gargano is the baby face. I know they have to switch it up, but I don't know.
1: I think they kind of need the heels on their roster right now. Like the big name heels at least.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's just not, maybe I'll, get more into it later on down the road but right now the whole like dinner with the Garganos and all that yeah. shit just like kind of cheesy
1: I think I like the stuff that they're doing in the ring more and like not the vignette stuff but like the live promos are a lot, I think that I like those a lot yeah better.
0: where he kind of comes out with her yeah I like yeah. that that's stuff I like yeah but something I, I loved
1: was this Cameron Grimes interview this man's, <laughs> this man's hilarious bro yeah he's he's awesome He's so good. He's so good on the mic. He says, uh, what is is the the interviewers from NXT's name? I can't think it off the top of my head. Kayla, maybe? Might be that. I don't know. Something like that. But she asks him if he's nervous about the match with Finn Balor later that night. And he's like, me? Nervous? Oh, I'm (laughs) confident. You know, my middle name, my full name is uh, Cameron Confident Grimes. (laughs) Stupid. And he's like, you know... Why would I be why'd I be nervous? I'm not a loser. I'm not like Damian Priest. He just Ooh. lost to Finn Balor. <laughs> and then Damian Priest pops up behind him. Behind him, yeah. He goes, Oh man, you had a really good match this week, then you look so good against Balor. <laughs> he immediately flips it. <laughs> so good. And then the priest levels him with the forearm. Yeah. It would that'd be will, a
0: good match if they if they end up having one them two.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially after what Priest showed at, at takeover he's showing that he can I know he was good but I think that they let him do more in that match so if they let him work that style I think he can have a lot of more great matches next they had the uh they had Indu Sheer with the main man Malcolm Bivens come out <laughs> they had a squash match and honestly this match I liked a lot better than their initial debut because they looked good here they like they're big they're fast they were <laughs> they were moving pretty fast for guys their size
0: Yeah, that first match was rough.
1: Yeah, I was not a big fan of the first match, but this one was a lot better.
0: Yeah, they had nowhere to go but up. Yeah, that's definitely true. I'm not real like, I don't really get it. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure what the like what exactly the story with them is yet.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I kind of, I guess the same thing goes for AOP. I didn't necessarily get their gimmick, but they had, they had, uh, yeah, they had Paul Ellering, so that kind of speaks for itself. But Definitely true. Yeah, yeah, this one I'm not. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll make more sense down the road. But right now I'm just like, yeah, they're big and they're like you said, they're fast. Yeah. They we'll See where let, they go
1: with it. They gotta let Malcolm Bivens talk because that dude's entertaining. Yeah. He's That's so what I'd like to see more of too. Yeah. Let him let him tell the story because he's really good. And the next day had a uh, a pretty good Brees Engle vignette. I think this was actually really entertaining. They showed a lot of their more non gimmicky. Um, charisma here. They're just, just kind of saying how they have they've done all this funny ha-ha stuff, all, this, all these cool costumes, but when it comes to in the ring, they need to start getting serious. And I think if they start doing a thing where they are really serious in the ring, I think it'll be good. I, I don't know. I think it shows a cool bit of character development for them.
0: Yeah, I love to see that where they're getting more serious with them. Um, because I think they're both great wrestlers. 100% for sure. So hopefully, wh- what's the match they're supposed to have? It's next week with uh, Imperium. That's right, with Imperium. So yeah. I don't know if they'll win that. I um, doubt it. Maybe they'll split them up and they'll have a rivalry between the two. That'd I'm be cool, sure. actually.
1: Yeah, that'd be a, a cool little change of pace for them.
0: But yeah, that'd be cool. Either way, I like both those guys. I like that they're doing more serious stuff. Yeah, so that's awesome.
1: So next, they had Robert Robert Stone try to recruit Rhea Ripley, and this what, what is going on, Robbie E, man. I don't going,
0: know. Is he like is he drunk or is he homeless or something?
1: He's going through it, man. He's off. He's on. A he's boundary. going through some things, huh? And he went through that trash can. She killed him when she put, he went <laughs> yes, on did. It, it. His head hit that hard because I think <laughs> I think he was supposed to like go right in, but she hit him on the part where it was not gimmick. So she just. Right, hit his head so hard. Poor Jack. <laughs> nasty. But Poor yeah, she, Robbie. She put him in the trash. That's what she thinks about his uh proposition. <laughs> so next we had a, I, which was um, this might have been my favorite match from NXT: Cameron Grimes and Finn Balor. This match was awesome, man. This, this is they I think you can tell that they have a lot of plans for Grimes because this match was really good. Like they gave him a lot of time.
0: Yes, I think this, hmm, it may have been better than the match that he won.
1: Yeah, I think so too, for sure.
0: But uh, it's been so long since I saw that match. But like you said, it wasn't a squash. Uh, Balor gets the win here, but Grimes still looks good.
1: He looked really good. He kicked out of a um, bloody Sunday. but It was her first bloody Sunday, but still, he kicked out of two of it. What move is a Bloody Sunday? I forgot. The 1916. Gotcha. Okay. He, he Wait, it, is 1916 it 1916 or is it Bloody Sunday? Well, Bloody Sunday is what he called it in uh, New Japan.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
1: I've, I've never gotten used to call it the 1916. I just like the name Bloody Sunday better. Yeah, name. that is a cooler name. I yeah. just didn't know
0: that's what he used to call it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Balor ended up winning with a 1916 in a uh, Coup de grace. So next they had... Dakota Kai go against Casey Cadenzaro. Ooh, Dakota. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's good, man.
0: She's really good. I think she's I think if they give her a little bit more of a push, yeah. She's she does shit that I've never seen. Yeah, she's super athletic. Male or female. Yeah, yeah, she
1: she's cause she was came from like Ninja Warrior, American Ninja Warrior.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So she's like crazy athletic. So she definitely does a lot of stuff I haven't seen anybody do before. <laughs> but Dakota beat her pretty easily. Very which was, is unfortunate yeah it was a quick match but after the match raquel and dakota beat her down and then kate and carter who is casey's partner i guess came out i know they'd live together i'm pretty sure i think they like their roommates mm. but i think they might be partners on tv now too possibly but yeah she came out for the save but that save didn't last very long <laughs> no definitely up, not ended up getting beat down so they're still pushing Raquel and Dakota together, which is good. They're, those two are—they play off together, each other really well. So I think I'm, I think that's a really good. I was kind of iffy on when they first put them together when Raquel redebuted at that takeover, but I think the, the pairing's working really well now.
0: I can see Shawn Michaels behind that pairing because wow, it has yeah. it has uh, echoes of Diesel and Heartbreak Kid. You know,
1: I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Wow. But who knows? It <laughs> could have
0: nothing to do with it. I don't know. But I, I could definitely see that, though. That's a good point. So that's, next, a, that's what it reminds me of, just on a like a not-as-big scale. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely.
1: So next, we had El hijo Del Fantasma come out to celebrate the title win, which I don't know if you noticed this, but they're not calling it interim anymore. They're just calling it the Cruiserweight title, Yep. So, which sucks, because Jordan Devlin, that's my dude.
0: <laughs> and your brother was right.
1: My brother was right. Aaron, you were right. <laughs> shout so, out to Aaron. Yeah, shout out to Aaron. So he comes out to the ring to celebrate. Drake Maverick interrupts, says that like now that he has a job again, his head screwed on right, so he thinks he could beat Phantasma. And as he says that, the masked man come down to the ring, and they go back to back. They go, oh, we're going to fight him off. And then Phantasma turns around uh uh-uh. It didn't go down, go go down that way. Phantasma attacks. So do the masked men. They all unmask. It's Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. Dun, 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 DJ Z. Yeah, <laughs> DJZ. Yep. Uh, and they were the masked men. And then they hit a uh I think they hit like a double splash or something. And then Phantasma unmasks, looks into the camera, and he says. My name is Santos Escobar. I'm the NXT champion, and I'm untouchable.
0: Okay, Escobar, huh? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know where they're going with that. Oh, we'll see. This, yeah, is the NXT Cruiserweight Champion of Drug They wars? start doing a cartel angle. What is the that, fuck? That's what the—that's the way I thought of it. Because when you see when you see guys dressed in like business suits and you hear the name. Escobar. They're kidnapping people every week? It gets, <laughs> walking a <laughs> thin line there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I guess we'll see where they go with it. Hopefully they get that the stable a name or something. Make, yeah. Make, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm excited
0: how that, to see where they go with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like all three of those guys.
1: Yeah, definitely. Raul, Raul Mendoza's been somebody who's been there forever and hasn't really gotten any story. So I think it's a really good spot for him because that dude's good. He can He's always put on good matches. And I'm a huge DJZ fan. And Phantasma has shown everything he's shown to me has been really good. I liked him back in the Lucha Underground days. Lucha Underground, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Aha, uh-huh, it's a tease. Oh. <laughs> but next, the main event at NXT, we had Adam Cole,
0: baby. Bay, bay, bay,
1: against Dexter Loomis, which was, it was a decent match. It was, it kind of, nothing like, I don't know, it kind of fell flat for me, the match itself. It was yeah. fine. It was know.
0: like, yeah, that's the best way of putting it. That's like, <laughs> that's the go-to for when it's it's not bad. It wasn't great. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. It was an okay match.
1: I Every time Lo- Loomis does that slide out the ring, like for fist, I, I, don't, I, just, I don't like it. I don't, yeah, I don't like I don't that either. move. Yeah. And he's in
0: jeans. He's always in jeans.
1: He's always sliding. I hate that slide. It pisses me off <laughs> every time he does it.
0: He's like a slippery snake.
1: It's so weird. I don't understand it. They keep calling him a starving artist. I don't, I don't what know what the
0: fuck that means.
1: <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know what the gimmick is. Is he a serial killer? Is he a... I don't know. Is he a
0: starving artist? Is he a uh, starving serial killer? He's something.
1: <laughs> but the match ends with the last shot from Adam Coda Loomis because Loomis got distracted by Roddy. Hit him, or maybe he hit him with a kick. I think Roddy hit him with a kick on the outside, and that led to the last shot, possibly. And then, after the match, Loomis, Velvet Team Dream, Roddy, and uh, Bobby Fish, they all fight to the back. And the lights go down. Adam Cole's in the ring with the belt. And Scarlett appears, walks to the ring, puts down an hourglass, flips it over. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. TikTok, time's up. Fall and pray. Adam Cole's gonna fall in pray because I don't think any. There's no way if they get to Killer Cross and Adam Cole for the title, there's no way Cross is losing.
0: No, definitely not.
1: I hope. I think the way they should do is have Cross be an over looming, like time is coming. Like, right? I don't right. think it should be immediately to that. I think it should be like a takeover in between. Like there should be a takeover. In between, where Cole has somebody else, but Cross is still lurking around watching.
0: Right, and yeah, and then that following next takeover, yeah, he drops it to him
1: because it just seems he falls in praise. It seems kind of soon for Cross, but then again, Cross is undoubtedly a star from the way they're packaging him. So I don't know. I guess we'll see where they go with that. But that was NXT for this week. So we say this every week, but. For me, AEW was the more entertaining show. There was a lot of stuff I actually really liked a lot on NXT this week, but AEW, they got Orange Cassidy, and that gets the ratings.
0: They got MJF.
1: (laughs) Exactly. He's better
0: than us, and we know it.
1: Exactly. But yeah, AEW is just hard to beat. They weren't too hard to beat in the ratings this week, though. It was real close. I don't know if you saw, but it was basically a tie. Really? No shit. That's surprising. Aew had six hundred seventy-seven thousand, and nxt had six hundred seventy-three thousand. Wow, that's like within the margin of error on the scale. Yeah, and so,
0: there's no uh, no big stars that they're relying on this time. Yeah, so it's impressive for nxt. Yeah, I guess we'll see. They they're close, very close. But since we
1: we kind of have dropped hints about this, but we're gonna be talking about Lucha Underground's first episode this week, and. little bit of background on lucha underground it's like a it's a very cinematic shot wrestling show i'm sure anybody listening to this has heard of lucha underground it was a major thing while i was still on, but i was a big lucha underground fan for the first like first season and a half i didn't i still have to watch the last two seasons but the first season i was like heavily into i loved it i don't know why i kind of fell off from watching it i just kind of i don't know but i'm definitely gonna Back and watch the rest of it because watching this again, I was like, Oh man, I love this!
0: (laughs) Yeah, very cinematic. Robert Rodriguez had a hand in it somehow. Yeah, he was the director,
1: producer. I'm pretty
0: sure. Gotcha, something like that. But like you said, it was cinematic. You got it, was it Josh Matthews? No, no, no. Who was on commentary? (laughs) Matt Vampiro and Matt Stryker on commentary. The owner, uh. The on-screen owner of Lucha Underground, he comes out and he's basically saying that he's a millionaire. He's got all this money that he's 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 bringing together all the best wrestlers, the best fighters in the world to yep.
1: Dario Quito.
0: There you go to wrestle in Lucha Underground, and and he wants the best fighter, and he's going to give him a briefcase full of money,
1: a hundred thousand dollars to
0: be exact. <laughs> well, goddamn. So that's what we get on this uh in this first episode. So, I like that. I like of Underground. There's a lot of shit that I saw that you know was blew that blew me away.
1: Yeah, there was so much in this like in this first season that was there was so much crazy shit that happened. Honestly, I definitely and for anybody who's listening who hasn't seen it or who just wants to watch it again, Tubi.com. T-U-B-I. You can watch it for free. Every episode of Lucha Underground is up for free, so definitely want to check that out. But
0: And I believe it's on YouTube. I could be wrong.
1: Oh, really? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I
0: think the first episode might be. I'll have to double-check that, but I think so.
1: Nice. So the first match of the show was Blue Demon Jr. against Chavo Guerrero, which I, this was a really good match to start off with.
0: Yeah, classic for sure.
1: It was awesome. Um, This was... Just a really good match, but Chavo ended up picking up the win. Wait, no, Chavo lost. He uh, ended up tapping out to the, uh, it's like a variation of a clover leaf, I guess you could say. Yeah, which was which was good. It was a good match. And then it cuts to get it to the main man Conan, and uh, shout out to Conan. Shout it, out to keeping it one hundred. Yes, sir. Shout out to Conan. He, <laughs> we we both had some conversations with Conan over the past few yep past few weeks.
0: He hit us both up on Twitter.
1: Yes, sir. Shout out to Conan. He followed me on Twitter a few weeks ago. He's awesome, <laughs> but he has a, a little—not a vignette, because it's kind of the way it's shot. It's not really vignette style. It's just what's happening. Conan and Dario are in the back, and they're talking about how Conan has brought someone in who he thinks is the best wrestler on the planet, and Mundo—or well, I just—I just messed it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just dropped dropped the uh. I, I dropped a spoiler in there for what I was God about to damn. say. So Dario says he brought in Johnny Mundo to make an example of him because he says he doesn't respect my temple. He just wants the money, so he wants Conan. That's
0: what—that's like the building. Yeah, that's that what they call. They, yeah, and it's in Boyle Heights.
1: Yeah, so they—they—they they, um, they want Conan's client to basically just mess Mundo up. And the next segment is we find out who. Conan's client name is, and it's Prince Puma, who is now known by the name of Ricochet. Yep. But yeah, man. Prince Puma in Lucha Underground, he was a star.
0: He it's, for sure was a star. And that's that was my first. that's first time I saw Ricochet was in was
1: in this. And he he's like, what a crazy first impression because the main event of this show, banger.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: Something that's not as much of a banger. Was kind of, <laughs> the next segment, sexy star. Eh, and Son of Havoc. <laughs> which is eh. Matt Dog Matt Cro- M Dog 20 Matt Cross. Yeah. This was not his best showing though. And no, it was wasn't. Not, no fault of his own, I would say.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not. He he was not done I don't think he was done justice in Lucha Underground.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, Yeah, I could definitely say agree with that for sure. But he won fast. It was, it was there <laughs> that he this, got a paycheck. Yes, he did. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but next, so the main event happened after that. It was Johnny Mundo against Prince Puma, and this match was awesome, man. It was like twenty minutes long. Yep, like great main event for your first episode of television. Yeah,
0: if nothing else, watch this match because this is great. Yeah, this match rules, but. Uh, mundo ends up winning
1: with a uh standing spanish fly into a uh, starship pain which I, they called something else on the show i forgot what they called it but I, it's always yeah. been, it'll always be a starship pain to me yep <laughs> and then after the match cortez castro big zeke jackson <laughs> ezekiel jackson what's his name in Lucha underground big something big, big
0: frank big, or big big rick. big rick big rick that's right that's what yep. it was
1: yeah, Big Rick, Cortez Castro, and somebody else—I forgot his name—attack Mundo, and they leave him laying. And Gabriel Corto comes down to the ring and says, "I said I was getting the best fighters in the world. I didn't say I was going to be just lucha. <laughs> These guys here—they are some of the best fighters in the world, and they work for me." Ha 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 ha! What a twist! Nobody getting the money. He's keeping it all.
0: <laughs> I thought he gave it to Big Frank.
1: Well, I or think, Big Rick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think he gave it to Big Rick to keep to keep safe. Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't remember. They really didn't <laughs> specify. I think it was just Big
0: Rick says what bike?
1: <laughs> exactly. He the money. But yeah, this is Lucha Underground was a really like the first season of Lucha Underground is so entertaining. That's my first time I saw Pentagon in Phoenix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aerostar. Star. It was a big Drago. I loved. Yep. Who else? Um, Shane Strickland or I see I Scott was here as Killshot I believe he was and I think his name was Killshot here I'm pretty sure he was Killshot yeah and then Fantasmone was here too as I forget what his Lucha Underground name was but
0: yeah a lot of guys that some old they got the old wrestlers they got old and new and they yeah they definitely showed that here on just in this first episode yeah
1: definitely recommend watching. As much as Lucha Underground as you can get your hands on, because it's really entertaining,
0: man. Specifically, I would definitely say Lucha Underground before watching Wrestling Society X. Oh yeah, because oh, <laughs> this came out in 2014.
1: Yeah,
0: Oh, it's so, it just seems like it. It seems so long ago. It, seems, it doesn't. Yeah, it, see, to me, it doesn't seem that long ago. It's really? 2014. It, it's it's Lucha Underground seems like it was on a long time ago, but seems longer than 2014. okay i get i get what you're saying yeah
1: for sure but lucha underground don't got the human tornado so uh
0: that's true that's true and no new jack
1: that's that's also true oh man imagine if new jack was in big zeke's place
0: oh hell nobody'd (laughs) be getting that money
1: no sir he's going straight home with that
0: yep (laughs) But Johnny Mundo, I'm going to beat you like I own you.
1: <laughs> man, imagine Pentagon and New Jack.
0: Oh, hell no.
1: You thought the set of match matches crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Lucha Underground's awesome. Definitely go check that out. But yep. speaking of something that was awesome, from probably the best wrestling show I've ever been to in my life, we're going back to that show for the match of the week. All in which everybody knows what All In is. I don't even need to explain. It's yep.
0: AEW before AEW.
1: Yep. And we were both in attendance. Yes, and sir. I've never felt a, a wrestling crowd feel how that crowd felt. That
0: yeah. was like the, it was just something, I mean, it sounds so corny, but it was like history in the making as far as wrestling, the yeah. history of wrestling, because it was such a, a big deal it was what everybody was talking about it was the cool thing. Yep. And I don't know about what you watched it on YouTube. Yeah. Did you notice that it said the number one uh, trending worldwide was all in at the time. It's
1: insane. I didn't know that. No.
0: Yeah. No, it that. popped up on the, on the screen, which I thought was awesome. But yeah, this was probably overall, like over the week, that whole weekend was probably the, the most fun I've ever had at a wrestling show.
1: Yeah, definitely. That it was so good, man. So fun yeah all out was great too but all in was just like the first time anything like that had happened so it yep. felt it felt like you could feel the magic in the air
0: yeah definitely definitely
1: it was awesome but the match we wa- we're going to be what we met not we're going to be watching the match we watched <laughs> and you was, should watch yes you should definitely watch was the main event of that show which was the young bucks and kota abushi against ray mysterio ray phoenix and bandito Man, this match is crazy. I, I, yeah, I, just I remember live freaking out, but watching again, I was just like, "Man, first off, like the, it's just so fast because like they were they were pressed for time, but it do, doesn't even affect." I, that's what I was just match. about to ask you. They they were definitely rushed, but it was still so good. <laughs> like,
0: because live seeing it live definitely seemed like it was rushed. Yeah, but going back and watching it, it seemed like uh almost like they i don't know say they botched the finish but bandito definitely did not kick out when he was pinned oh yeah so i don't know if that was on the ref i don't know if that was the finish that they were going for i don't know if it was a miscommunication or what but then they hit the melzer driver and then they got the win but yeah
1: i think they even after after the match they said yeah we were kind of pressed for time there and then I don't well. They didn't show it on this, but like I remember vividly live when they had the like the whole they had the whole all in crew in the ring, and they, yeah,
0: that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right.
1: And then Matt was like, "Yeah, we're kind of pressed for time there. We kind of had to hurry it up." And then Nick grabbed the mic, tried to keep K baby. He's like, "Oh yeah, we had to read to beat him really fast."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was funny. But yeah, this match rules, man. There's so much. Ray Phoenix does like the craziest thing, ever, like. They were going when they went up for the first motor driver, but Ray Phoenix walked the rope and kicked him before they could do it. Yeah, Uh, dude. I remember vividly losing my mind because, like, that was the first time I ever saw Phoenix live.
0: Yeah, I've never seen anybody walk the ropes. Like vid- tightrope it was that so fast
1: like, he sprinted damn near he was right right it was cr- oh my god i mean crazy. undertaker
0: obviously you've seen him walk the ropes but this was like he just ran
1: yeah it was so good man i love this i love every wrestler in this match
0: i love Rey mysterio and his uh wall he came out in a wolverine outfit yep. pretty much
1: <laughs> his classic uh superhero inspired gear yep so.
0: i i don't know about you but When's the last time you remember two wrestlers getting in the ring and the cha- and the crowd just the crowd just chanting "Holy shit!" just before they even before I, they even tie up? Because that's what happened with Kota Ibushi and yeah, Rey Kota Mysterio. Yeah, Kota Ibushi and
1: Rey Mysterio. I I don't know. Saying
0: that we could both say that we saw that.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> I remember in that moment I was one of the people chanting "Holy shit!" because I couldn't believe I was watching it. Because, like, yep. If same. you would have told me, oh yeah, Kota Ibushi gonna come over from New Japan, WrestleMania Mysterio in the Sears Center. You're gonna be there,
0: right? I'd yeah. say, uh, where the fuck is the Sears Center? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Man, it's th- this match is just the fact that these these wrestlers wrestled each other on a show that not like no major company was having Technically, it was a a show that wrestlers booked themselves. Like, yep, insane, man. So good,
0: and I I feel like this was such a f- it, it was a quick match it seemed like but they got a lot of shit in
1: so, dude so much happened <laughs> bandito hit his uh his um i was just plex. about to
0: say this what the fuck is this called
1: are you talking about the spanish fly thing or the uh
0: it was a spanish fly but it was like he picked him up to body slam him on yep. the top rope yep. and then did a backflip with uh, I, with him
1: I, I don't know what he calls that but i love it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was insane,
1: insane. Then he, he also hits the 21 plex where he like flips over them and then comes back with the German suplex yeah. I love that move
0: It's pretty hit. much what the uh what, what are they called golden elite yeah that was kind of their finisher too or their their team finisher yeah, 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 where yeah, yeah. they threw Phoenix I think to kotobuchini German suplex and yep. basically out of the yeah. air I
1: love that move too
0: so good dude so
1: good I just love this match I I wish I could go back and relive all in like just being there again like like that
0: watching crazy. this makes me yeah like you said it makes me it reminds me of how good the show was overall yeah. and it makes me want to rewatch the whole show in Definitely.
1: general I haven't watched the whole show in a long time I I'd, I'd be down to do like a full full watch along episode for all in
0: we could do that maybe we can get a guest on that one
1: I would I'm down I would love that actually but yeah, that was that was the match of the week, and it was a great one. So go on YouTube and check it out; the full thing's on there. All in Ray Mysterio, Kota Bushi. Wait, I said that wrong. Ray Mysterio, <laughs> Ray Phoenix, Bandito against Kota Bushi in the Bucks. Yep. So this weekend we got Backlash, and we're gonna have the the um, greatest wrestling match ever there. So uh, let's
0: go through the greatest predictions ever. <laughs> we're through the grapevine is it's gonna be the best wrestling match ever. even kurt angle said so when he read it off a teleprompter on raw
1: he was so obviously waiting as a teleprompter like it was
0: insane i'm like Like, why is he doing that why are they showing him why don't they cut away like they did cut away for a second but it's like just it was like uh, extremely obvious it was pretty (laughs) bad it was hard to watch it was like he was doing a cameo
1: yeah it basically (laughs) was
0: yeah yeah
1: it was rough but i guess i'll just start from the from the bottom and work our way to the top so Apollo Crews versus Andrade for the U.S. title. Who you got?
0: I don't see Cruz dropping. I got Apollo Cruz winning.
1: You see, before Wednesday or Thursday, whenever that news broke, I would have said Apollo.
0: What news? But what do you mean?
1: The news that Pritchard's taking over creative because the reason Apollo got his push, it came out earlier this week, is that Paul Heyman was huge on him, and he really wanted – Apollo on raw to be a focused star, so I don't know if i part of me thinks they'll co- they'll they'll stay they'll like they'll keep the status quo and not switch to things too much immediately, yeah, but then again, I know Vince McMahon is huge on Andrade
0: And out of his mind
1: that too, so I don't know I kind of torn here, but i I think I'm gonna go the save bet and go Apollo retain here. And next we have Bailey and Sasha versus the Iconics versus Alexa and Nikki Cross for the women's tag titles. And I don't think there's any way Bailey and Sasha lose that this quick. Because especially because I forgot to mention this, but on NXT next week, um, no, it's I think it's Shati Blackheart and Tegan Knox have a tag team title shot with whoever wins this match. So I think it's got to be Bailey and Sasha.
0: Yeah. I see them retaining here and I see them retaining on NXT, but I think it'd be cool if if you know they had a, a run through NXT with those belts. Yeah, definitely. I think that and that match would be awesome too. So
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Hopefully that's the way this goes. I agree for yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd
0: be that'd be uh, that'd be great to see Bailey and Sasha back in NXT.
1: Especially against like Dakota or uh, I keep saying Dakota Kai. Tegan Knox and Shotzi. So, that'd be good, man. It'd be really good. <laughs> Have they wrestled as a team? I don't think so. well. They were they were both on the team at uh, pay per view the six women.
0: Right, but yeah, yeah. So mm.
1: I guess that's the kind of the uh the tie there.
0: Yeah, but I guess the only other team would be Dakota Kai and Raquel. But yeah, and that's another heel you team. You can't so. have a heel and heel. Yeah. Yeah,
1: especially because Bailey and Sasha are so overly heel. Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, could,
0: you could have that, but man.
1: Yeah. But next we got Jeff Hardy against Seamus.
0: I uh, I have no idea. I have not watched SmackDown in a long time, but I'm going to say Sheamus.
1: All right. I'm going to use a bit of rest of math here. So on SmackDown, in the middle of the ring, um, Sheamus made Jeff Hardy take a piss test. What? With a doctor there, because the gimmick is they're saying Jeff Hardy has relapsed and has stopped his uh yep you
0: heard yeah they <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they're basically doing road warrior the road warrior gimmick yeah last bringing week, his his uh deem his personal demons to his making a storyline out of it
1: yep Seamus keep calling him a junkie he keeps
0: good god
1: it's rough man but that that's fucking s- awful yeah it's r- i Yeah, Uh, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean, you can pretty much just explain why I don't watch SmackDown right there. uh, (laughs)
1: Yeah, and the people who are in control of creative are now in control of Raw. So great. Yep. (laughs) But using that math, Jeff Hardy got humiliated, so he's gonna win this match.
0: I mean, sure, you're probably right. (laughs) I mean, I could probably just switch it. I have no idea. Yeah. Either one.
1: So next we got. Asuka versus Nia Jax for the Wildman's title. And if Oscar loses, we riot. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't see Asuka losing it, though.
1: Yeah, definitely not. And there's no way Nia's getting it here. No. And speaking of another thing where there's no way these people are winning, we got Braun Strowman against Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho, for the, for the Universal Championship. You heard that right. Handicap match for the Universal Championship.
0: Uh, yeah. Well. You see, uh, maybe they'll have a run-in with that. Uh, what was that kid's name? That was the tag Nicholas. team champ. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was, that's a good name, but uh, yeah, it's, that's so stupid. Of course, he's, Braun Strowman's going to win. They're going to catch those hands, and yep. he'll do something <laughs> else, and he'll rip on talk shit about indie wrestlers.
1: Yeah, and then he'll just go hop in his truck and
0: drive yeah. off a cliff.
1: Yeah, I don't know. His uh his title range exists. It's there. <laughs> they're uh, wasting
0: times because they don't know what the fuck to do with him. Yeah, they're
1: just waiting on Roman.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So yeah, Braun's keeping this keeping the belt here. And so he's keeping the belt until Roman comes back, then he's dropping it. I'm calling that now. Probably SummerSlam. That's my so guess. So
0: when Roman comes back, what do you think's gonna happen? Over? or still 50 50 with the crowd
1: he was more he was getting more over recently but then once they started pushing him back towards the title it kind of but if he beats braun it's over he's gonna be over because nobody looks.
0: yeah i'm not gonna lie i wouldn't now more than ever i'd like to see roman reigns have the title
1: yeah definitely
0: where's bray wyatt at uh he's at the fun house (laughs) i guess so (laughs) I, i have no idea i don't i don't know is he so, on SmackDown? Are you asking if he's on SmackDown or Raw? He, he, I'm saying he's, he's on SmackDown. but <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. They had like aware. a... Yeah. <laughs> what was the pay-per-view they wrestled?
1: wasn't that... Whichever one was at their mania. Money in the Bank? Yeah, the Money yes. in the
0: Bank. Yeah, Yeah, Money in the Bank. Yeah. I say... I mean, I don't know if this is what the route they're going. Keep, keep Bray Wyatt away until Roman comes back. They put the belt on Roman. He has a run with Bray Wyatt.
1: Yeah, I'm good with that. Definitely. It'd be great. But, um, next we have drew McIntyre against Bobby Lashley, WWE championship.
0: Hmm. I want to say drew McIntyre, but with the way they're pushing Lashley, I don't know. I'm going to say drew McIntyre, but I, I foresee some type of I don't know, maybe Foolery. Yeah, some tomfoolery going on with it, maybe MVP or yeah. even possibly Lana maybe getting involved, costing him the title. Uh, I'm not La- sure. Obviously Drew not McIntyre, turning on him, oh, but maybe okay. like you wanna replace me? Uh yeah. I'll show you. I think
1: I think Lashley just gets beaten clean here. I think Drew he's so he's so over and there's not even a crowd there Drew McIntyre is keeping that belt for a long time I think they're going back to Brock Lesnar and Drew at SummerSlam hopefully really I think that's gonna happen probably Mm. uh, yeah probably (laughs) so I think Drew's keeping the belt here and uh the real main event the real like the only match that really matters for the rest of the year realistically we got Edge and Orton greatest wrestling match ever like Turn everything else you're watching off. Just
0: come on, man. You know what time uh, it is.
1: Who <laughs> you got winning here?
0: I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> all I know is we all lose. Um, yeah, we're all doing the job on this one. Edge went at Mania, right? Yep. I'm going to say Orton. Because I don't see... I see them going three matches. Yep. But at the same, same time, how can you have a third match when you've already had the greatest wrestling match of all time? That's true.
1: So maybe not a third match.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. If
1: there's no third match, maybe Ed, Um uh. That's a good point.
0: I'm going to go Orton, though.
1: Uh, I think Orton's winning, too, because I do think they're going three. I, I think they got to go three. All right. But like, yeah, but that don't right make standard. a lick of sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> None of it does. They're calling it the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> but hey it's
0: wrestling, nothing makes sense.
1: You give gimme give Orton immediately. Edge goes for a spear, first move of the match. RKO, I don't know, 1, an over 4 second match. Give it to me, please.
0: Hey. They do that. I'll next week I will formally apologize for all the shit that I talked about. This yeah. That's what they do.
1: That that would be amazing.
0: <laughs> I'll fall and pray.
1: I, I agree. I I'll definitely do that, too. So, I think we we are on the same page on everything besides Jeff Hardy and Seamus. So, if Seamus wins, you mean a jobber no more, but uh-uh, it ain't going to go down that way.
0: <laughs> hey, <baby. laughs>
1: I'm about to be the five-time, five-time, five-time
0: go-home show prediction champion. <laughs> that was only three times, though.
1: Five time, five time, five time, five time, five
0: time. Whoa, whoa. forever, forever.
1: But yeah, that's that'll be backlash, and I guess we'll see on next week episode who who's gonna be the champ.
0: Are we in agreement on what match we're gonna do next week?
1: Oh, obviously, it's gonna be the greatest wrestling match ever.
0: That's what we're going to – we're not going to do a review of the pay-per-view, but we're choosing to review the greatest – and I'm using quotations – the greatest match of all time.
1: Edge and Orton. So, So yeah, yeah, that's – I guess we'll see who wins next week with the predictions, and I guess we'll see if it really is the greatest wrestling match ever. I'll hold judgment. I'll wait and see.
0: (laughs) Something's telling me I'd rather watch – Koderbushi the young bucks against Rey Mysterio, Bandito, and Ray Phoenix again.
1: Just a guess that might uh that's just a guess. <laughs> might be might be right there but
0: <laughs> and I would even say that was the greatest wrestling match of all time but Yeah, it was
1: good. It was it was a great match, but it, it was, was not the best great, ever. It was great, yeah. It's no seven-star Okada Omega.
0: It's seven star, yeah.
1: I recently watched I watched that match again this week. It's so good, man.
0: <laughs> I need to rewatch that because I only it's, watched it that one the first showing and God, what a great match. So
1: good, man. But that's off topic.
0: <laughs> that's another story.
1: That's another that's a story for another show. <laughs> but with that being said, that's all we got for this week. So go ahead and give everybody your social media.
0: Uh I'm on Instagram, X N A B X two one nine. And I'm on Twitter at Fat X Tony. What about on, you? I'm
1: on Twitter and Instagram at burninghammered. Hammered. My bands at Karma K H A R M A M W A C on Twitter and Instagram. And the show is at Go Home Pod on Instagram and at The Go Home Pod on Twitter. And uh, you can find us on MySpace. At, no, I'm just kidding.
0: Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Zanga too. <laughs> you That's remember okay.
1: that? Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling my age here
1: hey that's okay <laughs> it's all right but that being said that's all we got for this week so take care of each other black lives matter it's time to go home Move that out the sky, R. E. R. here we go the, the girls yeah. yeah. better tap out
0: go